Our story tonight takes place in Auburn, Indiana. For almost 90 years, folks there have enjoyed the annual DeKalb County Fair. Back in 1991, though, something happened that would forever burn itself into the history of this town. This is a story filled with Satan worshiping, carnival loving, hot dog on a stick eating, deep fried murder. Sounds delicious. Mine also has to do with carnies and the carny lifestyle and a purported carny mafia. From time to time, during the How Did We Miss That podcast, we may talk about details of crimes that some may find triggering or disturbing. Listener discretion is highly advised. We missed that. Okay, welcome back to another episode of How Did We Miss That? I'm Christine. And I'm John. We've got an interesting story for you guys tonight. First, before I begin, my sources are from episode 74 of the podcast Cult Leader. And that's leader like a leader of soda, not a leader like a leader of a group, which oh. I thought was quite clever. Yeah. Um, and also an article from the Daily Journal from February 22nd of 1992. So our story begins with 21-year-old Anthony, sorry, William Anthony Alt. He goes by Tony. And he's tired of feeling lonely. Poor Tony. So let's tell you a little bit about Tony. He was born on July 2nd of 1970 in an extremely small town called Rochester, Indiana. So not the New York one, the the Indiana one. Okay. Because he was always traveling for his work, he had a really difficult time building lasting relationships with people. You see, William was a carny. The only people that William was around enough to create a bond were the other carnival workers. He noticed a crew of guys that initially seemed like they might be kind of cool to hang out with. But the group was a bit of a clique, and besides that, the men found Tony to be very annoying. But it turned out that these guys were more than just a clique. They had a much darker side to them. So these guys are Jimmy Panic, Mark Goodwin, and Keith and David Lawrence, who were brothers. These guys were all around the same age as Tony, while they had started a cult. So let's get to know some of these guys. I feel like carnies are kind of a cult within themselves. Right. I can save it for later if you want, but did you know I have some carny experience? No. I've never told you about this. No. Do you want me to tell you now? Sure, or, or do you later. want that? Whatever. Okay, so it might be relevant to the, sto- to the story okay. that you're telling and mine. My second job ever was at Albertsons yeah, near the L.A. County Fair grounds. So oh, okay. every year when the fair blew into town, so did the carnies. And every night at the end when the fair closed – they would just descend upon my store. We were the closest grocery store in town and buy, like clear out our beer section. Oh my. Just buy the weirdest things like weird canned foods. They were, they're seriously like, like traveling gypsies hmm. or travelers. Like I, gypsies like bad to say, I guess, but it was the weirdest thing because they're all kind of grubby, missing teeth. Yeah. Everything you would expect of a carnival barker in 
it was like clockwork every year. We had to order more beer, more <laughs> booze. They'd come in and they were just the weirdest, odd, different people. Like, like not one of them was normal. Strange. And so we always had to keep an eye on things to make sure things weren't stolen. And right. they literally all showed up at once, like tons of people. The store was getting ready to close and they would just bombard us and clear out the liquor. Crazy. Everything. Nuts. Insane. Yeah. So we always looked forward. I mean, so we could make fun of them behind their back. The carnies every year. It was good times. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to tell you about these carnies. We're going to start with Mark Goodwin. While he was attending middle school, Mark Goodwin was obsessed with the heavy metal album Diary of a Madman by Ozzy Osbourne. He often wondered what the symbols on the cover meant. He found out from friends that the pentagram and the inverted cross were symbols of devil worship. This completely piqued his interest and he began seeking out others that shared his same fascination with the occult. He read many books, including the Satanic Bible, which I didn't even know was a thing, but apparently it is and the Handbook for Satanic Worship and Rituals. In these books, he learned that worshipers believed that Satanism would bring them power over other people. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess if you're like a lowly middle schooler, you might feel like you need power over people. But I don't yeah. know. He's a middle schooler. <laughs> yeah. Satanism's weird. You know, it's like people are, people equate it with atheists atheism 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 thank you and that's different like atheism doesn't believe in anything. any higher power but satanism you're believing just like a christian would believe you're putting your belief into this deity or this thing right and so however a lot of times like satanists like curse down christianity and religion like i can't believe you're believing in this thing all the while, they're also believing. Like, right. their belief is yeah. just as strong. So, they kind of curse the whole belief structure, even though they're believing as well. Yeah. Just believing something different. So, it's kind of a weird situation. Like, I feel like Christians don't really do that. I mean, maybe to a certain extent, but they're not, like, yeah, I don't, upset honestly. with people for believing in their other beliefs. They just kind of go about their business. I think the ones we know. I think there's some out there. Oh, that yeah, are- for sure. Yeah. You know, a little crazy. Yeah, there's these, uh, I guess, in everything, the uh, ultra sect, I guess you could call them. Right. Well, at 15 years old, he formed his own cult, which he named Satan's Disciples. I think it's a pretty catchy name, actually. Kind of a cool band name. It is, yeah. Satan's actually. Disciples, I or like a, it. Or a motorcycle club, in air quotes. There you go. His group grew to an average of about six people at a time and ranged in age from 12 to 35 years old. They would go out late at night to barns deep in the forest or an abandoned cemetery to practice rituals. As the priest, so they have a 15-year-old priest. It's interesting. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) Goodwin would lead the group in animal sacrifices that would take place one or two times a week. Even though most of the members were completely intoxicated, Mark said that it was important for him to remain sober. One of these rituals involved killing a cat and draining its blood into a silver chalice so that the members could all drink it. We probably should have did the disclaimer before that. I didn't think that was that graphic. There was a whole show about messing with cats. People were really triggered by cats dying and whatnot, but it's okay. That was it. That's the only one I'm going to talk about. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's gross, man. What's wrong with people? I feel bad for the poor kitties. And once or twice a week, that's a lot of kitties. Was it always a cat? 
it didn't really say whether it was anything else, but it was animals. So yeah. oh. maybe it was like squirrels and raccoons. I don't know. That is so weird. I, and I've I'm never, drinking the, oh, yeah. it just sounds. I just can't wrap my head around these people, <laughs> these fanatics in any religion or whatever. It's crazy. Right. Well, of course, all the members would be dressed all in black, mainly robes. And this was like, really, with this, you guys, the women had to be naked. You got to go for it. Seriously? Sounds like that uh, Eyes Wide Shut movie. Mm -hmm. All the guys were wearing like black capes and stuff and the Mm -hmm. women were all naked. Of course. Yeah. Though they actually found it really difficult to find women that would be able to like be willing to join the cult because most women were really skeptical and a little bit more cautious than men are. So they (laughs) had a hard time actually finding women. Yeah. But when the rituals were over, they would partake in a group orgy. Okay. Like you do. I kind of like where this is going. Right? I mean, nothing like drinking cat blood to get you hot, I guess. I'd be like, hey, guys, can I just skip the animal and the blood part and go straight to the orgy? Can we just have the orgy? Yeah, can I'm into this. I, I smell what you're cooking, but I just don't want to drink the cat blood. Right. Yeah. Most of his family were able to pretty much turn a blind eye, seeing that they would agree with him. Sorry, they didn't agree with him, but that that he could believe whatever he wanted, but others felt like they should completely disown him. So at 18 years old, he decided to leave the cult because many of its members had decided that in order to offer up the ultimate sacrifice, they needed to kill an innocent person like a baby. Goodwin felt that that was unnecessary, but his interest never waned. For the next two years, he stayed out of cults in order to appease his family who would not allow him in their house if he was still worshiping. Hey, quick question while you find your place there. Is it cult or occult, and what's the difference? So the occult is satanic worship, um, like witchcraft, de- like demons, stuff okay. like that. That's, yeah. It's called the occult. Okay, and the and cult is just... a cult yeah. <laughs> is a group of people with a leader and a follower. Gotcha. You could have a cult with just two people as long as you have a leader and somebody who follows them. Yeah. So, so it's not like... So our podcast is kind of like a cult. People follow us, but well, it's not the occult. No, I mean. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wanted to make sure it wasn't like opossum and people were just saying cult incorrectly. No. Okay. No, the occult is evil things. Gotcha. I guess. I don't know. I don't want to say evil because some people believe in like. I know what you Wicca mean. Though. And stuff like that. Yeah. That kind of go along with. It's like a structured thing, like an organization, whereas cult without the o in front of it is just a right anybody can start a cult it's like a social club that gets a little overzealous right very <laughs> gotcha. very zealous social club all right well in comes david and keith lawrence who mark met when he was working at a fast food restaurant david was never into the occult but his brother keith was he first noticed that keith began wearing necklaces depicting a pentagram and a goat's head he was also very interested in heavy metal rock music i guess this a Big thing with the Satan worshippers. He began to study Satanism like a philosopher would. He suddenly became rebellious and hateful. After becoming too angry with his brother for not converting to Satanism, Keith chased David around the house with a knife, threatening to kill him. His parents had had enough and sent him away to an all-boys school, but his behavior did not change. David began hanging around his brother anyway because, as he put it, he was all he had. That's really sad for heavy metal. They get a bad rap because there are some, you know, yeah. just like rap has the gross gangster rap, but there's also just some good hip hop that gets unfairly associated with the bad stuff. 
not all metal is Satan worshiping metal. Right. But I can't imagine somebody who's worshiping Satan, like listening to Yanni or something like that. There's no like a Satan boy band. No, I don't think so. (laughs) I think it's just that. It's the whole nature of the. Yeah, it's the nature of the lyrics and the. The whole look. All of it. Yeah. yeah, And the noise. (laughs) Well, I don't know about the. Yeah, I guess the noise, but I think it's most. Yeah, the look and the. Yeah, I got it. I get you. We should start a uh, satanic boy band, though. That's pretty good stuff. That'd be pretty rad. Yeah. There you go. You're... I like Satan's Disciples. That's a good name for the for the boy band. Yeah. And instead of the black leather and the goth, like the metal, they wear like white robes because they're disciples and they're a boy band with choreography and everything singing about, you know, what's the devil's official name? Satan. Satan. And Beelzebub. Lots and, of, <laughs> lots of names he yeah. has. All right. Well, when the Lawrences met Goodwin in 1991, it was those necklaces that initially broke the ice for the guys. Keith fascinated Mark with his ideas of Satanism as a way of life. The two became fast friends, even writing up a contract with the devil and signing it in their own blood. Like you do. I've seen that movie, Bedazzled. They had a contract. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty funny. It sounds like a couple of my sleepovers, right? Yeah. Didn't you do that when you were a kid? Totally. Yeah. Anyway. Satanic metal and, and devil contracts. Yeah. You know totally. It. Yeah. Well, David was there as a bystander, but he did not take part in the blood signing ceremony. So this wasn't your typical cult where you find young girls to make, you know, marry people, things like that, have them give up their entire lives and all their family. It wasn't like that. It was more like a like a Manson type of cult where they're like a family and they all kind of believe in one thing and they like worship together kind of a thing. It's not so when you hear cult, you think of, you know, people that are forced to give up things and all of that. It Is wasn't it, like that. It's like that one we've been watching on The Servant. It's just a religious cult. Everyone's together. There's right. no, like you said, sacrificial women or anything like you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, it's not like that. It's just a, a group creating their own uh, weird church. Yeah. In May of that year, their families had finally had enough and threw them, threw them out of all of their homes needing to find a place to live. They found a job with a traveling entertainment company on the carnival circuit during their work. They decided they needed to recruit others and in comes Jimmy panic. So now we're back at September of 1991. Poor Tony again, he's just looking for a group where he could fit in. The members knew he was interested in Satanism, but wasn't sure if he was actually practicing, but they still decided to reject his friendship. Tony is really frustrated by this, so he decides to let the group in on a little secret. Earlier that year, an 18-year-old named Andrew Wright had been killed in Ohio, and Tony knew that the men were behind the murder. I'm not sure blackmail was the way to get friends. Probably not the best idea there, Tony. Yeah. But I guess this is what we're going to go with. Hmm. So the guys are concerned and decide to allow him to join them. They tell him they're going to initiate him, but that he has to keep his mouth shut. So on September 25th of 1991, Tony becomes a part of the rituals, but not in the way that he was expecting. After the carnival had closed for the night, a woman named Brenda Ferguson, whom the original members had asked to help them find a secure place for the ritual, picked up the five men and drove them to a secluded farm building and dropped them off. I I wonder if Brenda was like, okay, see you guys later, or if she like knew (laughs) what was going on. Yeah, yeah. I, I really would like to hear more about Brenda, but she wasn't. 
wasn't a key player in this story. Yeah. So when they got inside, Tony was told to lie down on a makeshift altar, which they'd created using an old door. Okay. Got to be creative, I guess. Yeah. Recycle. I like yeah. it. Or upcycle. Upcycle. As yeah, they call there it. There you yeah. go. Then he was tied up and gagged. Keith read an invocation to Satan, and Jimmy took Keith's knife and made a deep cut from Tony's neck all the way down to his stomach. Ugh. So this is our, you know, graphic. Uh, that ship sailed. Graphic. What is it? I can't think of the word I'm looking for. Warning? Yeah, but graphic content. Con- content? Content warning. Yeah. It gets a little little dicey here. Okay. Excuse my pun. Like literally Sorry. they're going to dice someone up? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't intended. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Thanks. Should I do the rim shot sound effect? No. Wrong podcast? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, so he slid his, his, uh, from his chest all the way down to his stomach, right? Yeah. Um, so the other guys, while he's cutting down to his stomach, the other guys are making cuts along his chest and arms to form an inverted cross. Jimmy then asks Tony if he's ready to die and he slits his throat. The others then proceed to cut off his head and his hands and then dismembered his entire body. Oh. And then they decided to try to burn them. They then discarded his remains in a shallow grave that they dug before being picked up again by Brenda. Hmm. Hmm. We're, we're done, Brenda. Yeah. Come get us. Come get us, Brenda. We're done. <laughs> then they used the money that they stole from Tony's pockets to get food at a local Arby's. They have the meats. They have the meat. What is with people going out to eat after they dismember somebody? Do you remember back in episode six when we talked about Cosmo DiNardo? Yeah. And I how do. he killed all those men and then he went to go have a Philly cheesesteak? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, at, at why least. Why is he it always a meat sandwich? Actually too. Eat his food. At least Cosmo had that going for him. Why is it always a meat sandwich? I know. Like, why can't we go get a nice salad? Yeah. Or, or have a smoothie? Well, I feel like, like satanic be... occult worshiper people don't really eat salads either. The satanic Probably. boy band would eat salads for sure. Perhaps. But, I mean, in a serious answer to your question, dismembering human beings, I'm sure you work up I an guess appetite. It's, right. it's not I easy. Guess it's hungry work. A friend of mine really. Hungry work. <laughs> a friend of mine really, really hated tomatoes. Yeah. It was just not her thing. And yeah. she called it the devil's candy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> kind of funny. It's another good uh, boy band, satanic boy band named Devil's Candy. Devil's, devil's candy. Eye Candy. There you go. It has yeah. to be a girl band, though, I think. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Well, it actually took four months for the body to be discovered. Local deer hunters ran across the body on December 13th while they were hunting in the woods. The police investigated and found evidence of a fire and a nearby skull and hand. Hmm. After this, Mark Goodwin's own father tipped off the police to his suspicions, and Mark was arrested later that day. Jimmy was brought in, and in a panic, he confessed to the whole thing. The Lawrences were charged with aiding and abetting. During the trials, Jimmy told the court not to focus on how much pain Tony was in because all murders had to have some pain involved with them, right? Yeah. So don't focus on that part. Exactly. Yeah. The Just court heard how... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, please. We were going to say something. No, it's okay. It's not important. All right. Well, the court heard how Keith tried to cut his heart out and how he was conscious for the entire thing. In prison, Mark Goodman was now... Uh, I'm sorry. Not was now. Has now found God. Isn't that nice? That is nice. And he's working with a chaplain to remove himself from Satanism. He regrets what the guys have done to Tony and Andrew. Jimmy was sentenced to 60 years. Keith Lawrence was given 30 years. David and Mark were both given eight years for helping to conceal a body. 
That's it. That's all you get for helping conceal a body? I know, right? Eight years? I mean, that seems a little, I don't know, a little miscarriage of justice, I think. That's a good band name as well. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're on fire tonight with the bands. I love it. Miscarriage of justice. That is amazing. Thanks. We got to write that one down. Okay. Yeah. I mean, miscarriage is kind of a touchy subject, but I still think that's Well, I don't, that's not what it means. I know. All right, are you ready for this? I am ready. We're going to talk about Rusty Frazier. Oh. That's a good, like, porn star name, I was going to say, it's like a porn star. Yeah. He is a Texas man who was sentenced to life in the killings of a couple for a fake carnival mafia, like I mentioned. Oh. Now, as I mentioned earlier, my experience with carnies, I, I do believe that a carnival mafia is something that actually could be a thing. I because can see how it could be. Either that or some kind of gang, because literally, like I said, they come clear out the liquor cabinet. Well, what are they doing next? Do you think they're just drinking in their elephant cage or whatever they sleep in with the traveling circus? Do you think they're just like drinking themselves silly by themselves? Or are they all like getting together in groups? There's probably all kinds of crazy toothless carny sex going oh, on. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just I just imagine it being like a party atmosphere. Yeah. I can imagine was, you're traveling so much, you don't have like a way to put down roots and right. have like an actual family. So the people that live there like turn into your family. And it was like nightly. So, I mean, I, these people are obviously alcoholics or something. Yeah. Well, a Texas carnival worker who helped carry out a hit job on two colleagues on the orders of a bogus carny mafia has been sentenced to life in prison. This is from the New York Post, November 18th, 2020. Rusty Frazier, 37, of Arkansas, or yeah, Arkansas Pass, Texas. I believe we actually went through that because we were talking about how it was Arkansas okay. Pass on our road trip that we did a couple of years ago. Was ordered to life without parole for 50 years on each count of murder in the July 2018 deaths of Alfred and Pauline Carpendu, Carpenter. 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 Carpenter, who worked with him at the Barton County, Kansas Fair. The carpenters made like purses and little trinkets. They were more on the like the vendor yeah, side. Yeah, the uh, festival of products like at our old <laughs> county fair. They were more in that realm versus the carny realm. It. The carnies are the ones that are like, "Hey, come over here and I throw this like basketball." A, like a um like a war between them? Not a war, but like a oh, they're the the haves and the have-nots kind of a thing. Yeah, maybe. They're like, "Oh, the vendors like are more bougie than the carny people and that's an interesting them for that point. I, I bet there's yes because very interesting you bring that up because i bet the people that are like peddling the super mop or whatever they are more inclined to be like a carny because they're s- trying to sell you on this fabulous product sham wow whatever <laughs> didn't we buy some we bought some sham wow of course we've bought all kinds totally of things did. over our years but the person that has the little booth for the handmade trinkets and beads or whatever Mm -hmm. they're on a whole different level because they're selling their own goods and wares that they created right they're like artists you know what i mean the Mm -hmm. other people are just working for shamwow as a salesman just like you know carney joe is working for whoever owns that right basketball shoot game so they're probably buddies although i bet working for shamwow this is we're getting way too deep into this (laughs) I bet working for Sham Wow comes with like benefits and a, den- and a dental plan. So maybe they are like the have nots of the carnies. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. This is very interesting. Yes, pod right we now. need to do some I like research on this one. 
Frazier was one of several vendors who were contacted by a purported mob boss using the name of Frank Zaitchik, I think I'm saying that correctly, and ordered to kill the Carpenters under the pretext of being initiated into the Carnival Mafia group. Authorities have later deemed that this mafia doesn't exist. Okay. I kind of think it does. I'm just saying. Well, and I gotta say, isn't the point of being in the mafia to not let people know you're in the mafia? Yes. and Although, I mean, I guess everybody knew Tony Soprano wasn't a... Right. And the mafia, by definition, is like an organized crime group. It's not really just a gang, I guess. Okay. I, I don't know. This just seems more like using the mafia term. And do you remember that TV show that was on Discovery or TLC, The Amish Mafia? No. It was it was a whole kind of reality TV show about these wacky mafia or wacky Amish people that were the Amish Mafia. Okay. Authorities and people are equating this to being something similar, like a made up. They're using the, the word mafia out of context. It's more like just a group of Got weirdos. It. Okay. The Carpenters, not the band. No. These people that made trinkets were jewelry and handcrafted, handicraft vendors. They were shot and killed on the fairgrounds property. Then their bodies were driven to their own RV park where they were buried in shallow graves. Oh, why is it always shallow? Like, take the time. Dig the full six feet. Earn that Arby's. Seriously. I, I don't know. Yeah, shallow is more likely never, to get caught, right? I have never heard, and the body was found in a very deep grave. Right. I have never heard that before. Right. So take the time. Don't half-ass it. Yeah. Do the full dig, you guys. Yeah, because then you might get away with it. You might. You throw it in the river, it gets washed up. Seriously. That's why I said a couple episodes ago, throw it in the ocean. And you called sure. me out for giving murder tips. I mean, All right. we are... Providing a service here. Yes, we are. Public service announcement. The yeah. more you know. Yeah. Police were tipped off when a woman traveling with the group called the police out of fear for her safety. Investigators confiscated the phone of another carnival worker, Kimberly Kimberly Younger. Well, I can't form my words tonight. Sorry, everyone. It's your turn. Kimberly Younger. That's her last name. Strange. And determined she had a Facebook page in the name of this Frank Zaitchik. So she's the fake mafia person younger had pleaded guilty to several charges in the carpenters carpenters death including capital murder so just a short one tonight but i wanted to kind of piggyback on your i like it whole carney story and share my experience with carnies that you know the authorities are saying that this is fake and kind of conspiracy this doesn't exist I say fi on that. I think it exists. You think it exists? Because these carnies, you could tell someone was like the leader. Like, they all come in as a group and they spread out through the store. It was very organized. Well, but I can imagine, like, this group of uh, that I told you about of four guys, like, having their own little cult situation within the carnival. Yeah. I could imagine them, like, telling somebody, hey, you got to kill this person if you want to be part of us. Yeah, of course. You know? So of maybe course. it's not, like, a completely organized crime family. Yeah. But maybe each one has their own little, like, clique, little group of people that you know you got to watch out for. Yeah. And much know. like the real mafia, I'm sure, I'm certain that there is, like, insider trading going on. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to trade you a pack of smokes for a bottle of whiskey or whatever. Because, like you said, they're on the road constantly. They're like this traveling group. Mm-hmm. There is all kinds of shady things I can going imagine. on there. I'm certain of it. 
maybe somebody's going to give them the giant pink stuffed gorilla if they fork over some drinks or something. And what's in the pink stuffed gorilla? Ooh. What could you smuggle in that? Mm, quite a bit. It's a large thing. Well, all I know is that's the conclusion of my story. But what I've learned is we've got some really awesome band names, including Carnival Mar- Mafia. I like it. All right. Okay, well, if you want any more information or pictures regarding these cases, please make sure to follow us on social media at How Did We Miss That? I want to give a shout out for our theme composition to Audio Anywhere Productions. You can find them at audioanywhereproductions.com. And until next week, don't try to join a mafia or satanic carnival cult and keep your head out and look out for each other. Keep your head out. Keep your head up, not out. Pull your head out and keep it up. Right. You're staring at me funky and I'm like, don't become a carny. Do not become a satanic cult full of carnies, please. Please.